if I was talking about this in Russia, mm-hmm. I would definitely, my whole family would be sent to jail for at least 10 years. If you mention that you're yeah. Israeli, American, Ukrainian, mm-hmm. you could get like killed. We were in class and he was making war jokes and then he was like, Sasha, this, will your dad be going into war to protect what side? Yeah, they always assume mm-hmm. I'm going to be on one particular side. Over 6,000 miles away, the war in Ukraine can feel distant and foreign. But for some Chico State students, the war hits all too close to home. This month, I spoke with two students regarding their feelings and beliefs on the war. One with direct ties to Russia, Sasha Stanislavovich, the other with Ukraine, Steven Swidell. We talked about what the war means to them and their families, and how the war has impacted their lives today, here in America. I'm Molly Myers. You're listening to The Orion. It's October, 2022. I first spoke with Sasha, a freshman at Chico State, studying psychology. I was born in St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg, Russia. Yes. Is that um, a capital or a... That's the literature capital of St. of Amer- of Russia. Of America. Russia. <laughs> of Russia. Uh, there's the capital, that's Moscow, and then mm-hmm. I'm up right next to... Poland mm-hmm. and um, Finland. Okay. Poland, Finland. So on the western side yeah. of Russia. Yeah. Okay. So Putin, right, has been the Kremlin since you were born. Yes. Yeah, for a very long time. Yes. <laughs> Almost 20 years now, baby. Almost 20 years, baby. So when did you, when did your family leave Russia? We left Russia in 2013, I want to say, mm-hmm. the first time. So how old were you then? Uh, around 10 years old. Around 10 years turning old. Turning 11. Okay. So Russia was your first language, I take Russian it. Russian was my first language, and I learned English, started learning English when I was six. You were six. Okay. So why did your family leave Russia? Um, we have businesses in Russia, mm-hmm. Italian ceramics. We tile the floors, do all that. So my parents wanted the same business in America, mm-hmm. and they really wanted us to get a better education in America because they didn't see a, like a big future for us in Russia. Mm-hmm. So, do you have family still in Russia? Um, no, my family is from Belarus, mm-hmm. and I am a citizen of Belarus because even though I was born in Russia, my parents are from Belarus. Okay. Um, so in Russia, I have a lot of friends. And mm-hmm. people that I could call family, but not blood related. Okay. I assume the cat has entered. <laughs> Come here, baby. So when was the last time you were in Russia? Last time I was in Russia was not this summer, but the summer before. Oh, really? That. So wow. Summer 2021. So really recent. Yeah. Uh huh. And what was it like then when you went? Um, pandemic was not a thing mm-hmm. so people did not follow the mask regulations people didn't care uh, there were people um, dying from it there were doctors that were committing suicide because they were trying to help mm-hmm. but the government was stopping them yeah and like making their life like a living hell by like forcing them to do all these things lying to people so some like doctors that would not believe in like flying, they would jump out of the windows, actually. Wow. There was a few of those. 
So I came there and I was like, am I even going to be able to leave? Because mm-hmm. of, like everyone's cutting off Russia at that point. Wow. All the borders are closed. Mm-hmm. I had to fly from America, from uh, New York to uh, Turkey and from Turkey to Belarus. Mm-hmm. And from there I had to take a, ri- a, a drive on a train from Minsk, which is the capital of Belarus, mm-hmm. all the way to St. Petersburg, which is an overnight train. And wow. we were hoping they weren't going to stop us because we technically weren't supposed to mm-hmm. be able to go into Russia, like, legally. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. And why did you visit? Just for friends? I have a lot of friends there, um, people that I call family, mm-hmm. like, people who, like, taught me, like, half of, made, made me who I am. Yeah. Amazing. So... Obviously, we want to talk about the war, and you were telling me earlier that you told your mom you were doing this interview, and she was very passionate about, okay, well, telling you about what's going on, and she always is telling you about what's going yes. on. she always keeps me in the loop. She always keeps you in the loop. Uh-huh. So how does your mom feel about everything? So she's devastated mm-hmm. because we are clearly pro-Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We hate what's going on in Russia right now with the government and everything. Um, she is very, she has close ties with Ukraine because mm-hmm. my pa- my grandparents lived there before mm-hmm. with her as well. So she did live in Ukraine uh, a few years in her life and she has a lot of friends there. She has a lot of, um, she has a few family members there, um, like cousins, I think, yeah. Yeah. People who I don't know that well. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was like finding out? that the war was really happening. Finding it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember we were all watching, like, the social medias mm-hmm. and, like, trying to, like, keep, like, track of what's going on. And I remember, like, your heart, like, just sinking because you realize that the country that you love is, like, doing all of this stuff that's, like, so bad mm-hmm. for everyone, especially themselves. Yeah, And the government people. fails to, like, protect their people and protect their, like, honor, and, like, they're, like, I'd rather just steal land instead of being a respected member mm-hmm. of the world. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, too, just to go back real quick. You came first to the East Coast of America. Yes. So you first came to Maryland? Yes. Uh-huh. I came first to Maryland in 10th grade as well, so I mm-hmm. moved here twice. Oh, and then you moved back? Yeah. Oh, really? I did. I lived four years in in Maryland, went to a private school, mm-hmm. did all of that. Yeah. And then we were really homesick, me and my mom, and we begged my dad to go back to mm-hmm. Russia. Mm-hmm. So we went there for two years, and then we got our green card, mm-hmm. and we, like, had to move back. And I yeah. didn't really want to, but mm-hmm. we had to. And then now I just warm up to the country. Yeah. Now you want to what? I'm warming up to the country. Warming up now. to the country. What did you, what do you love about Russia? I love the people because even though there's a lot of bad people, just like in every other country, they're mm-hmm. the way people are, uh, they all really look after each other mm-hmm. in a weird way, not in the way, yeah. like, there isn't, like, a lot of, you know, helping out the homeless, that's not really what Russian people do, instead, they will do it in, like, this cold way of, mm-hmm. like, getting a little angry at you, and it's like, 
you can't they can't really express their feelings so it's mm-hmm. like kind of endearing to me yeah that they'll still help you but not in the most like affectionate yeah. way okay could you give me an example maybe yeah this one time i moved back to russia in like eighth grade and i was walking around the store with my hands full of groceries and my shoe untied mm-hmm. and there's this guy just a random guy he was in his 50s he came mm-hmm. up to me and he's like if she's untied, you're going to fall and hurt yourself. And walks away. And I'm standing there, I'm like, who are you? Like, I, I'm Americanized by that point. Four yeah. years in America, so everyone's nice and sweet in my eyes. Mm-hmm. He yells at me, because, and I realize now it's like he didn't want me to fall yeah. and hurt myself. Oh my god, that's so sweet. Because, yeah, as an American, I'm like, I would have taken that and been like, God, this mean man yelled at me about my shoe. But from the Russian perspective, it's like, that was him caring about you. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that is sweet. Hmm, I love that perspective. <laughs> it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't love the government. That's probably one thing I hate the most is mm-hmm. the government. But the architecture. Uh, ar- oh yeah. Architecture. Yes, architecture. Ar- ar- architecture. Yes. There <laughs> that uh, the buildings are beautiful, in mm-hmm. especially in St. Petersburg. Is it a lot like Moscow with like the? No. No. It's is it St. Petersburg the one with the... St. Petersburg you call is it? the one with the buildings that look more like they're from, like, czars. Yeah, the towers. Like, yeah, yeah. Right? They, no, the, t- the big towers that look like uh, they're, like, in a city. Yeah. Like, all of that. That's Moscow. That is Moscow. It's, okay. Moscow is more of, like, a fruit salad of different mm-hmm. types of buildings. It uh-huh. has, like, those tall skyscrapers. It has those broken houses with... Um, roaches in them mm-hmm. which is great yeah i love that and yes. then they have some buildings that are stayed from like the czar era mm-hmm. and the kings and queens but they're called czars yeah um like they have those two but in st petersburg it's mostly the buildings that were owned by czars and that style of buildings that is like mm-hmm. colorful green yellow yeah. like all these colorful like buildings that were nice. oh my god okay no, that is beautiful. Because, yeah, America are... I mean, Chico's nice, but at least Chico's, like, 150 years old. But everything else is, like, so modern and plain. I'm sure in your eyes. It's plain in my eyes, and I've lived here my whole life. It's, like, boring, yeah. flat, gray, modern yeah. architecture. I don't really like the mo- the modern approach here. Mm-hmm. It's too the same and repetitive. Yeah, I completely agree. But from... The East Coast. So when was the second time you moved back? Moved back in 10th grade. In 10th grade. That was the last time yeah. you moved. I think that was 2018, 20, yeah, mm-hmm. 2018, 2019. Okay. So then from Maryland, you moved to California. Yes. Just recently. Just for college. Just for college. So that was September or August? August. Wow. August 14th. 14th. And what made you come to California to Chico? Um... To California, it was my fiance that kind of introduced mm-hmm. me to the idea because his mom lives here and he would be going to college here. Yeah. And he's like, hey, like, we should go here. Mm-hmm. It would be great. Yes. And I was like, that's great. So we started looking at colleges and him, he lived here, so he knew college. And he was like, Chico might be a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a party school, but at the same time, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's got like, everything a regular school has. Yeah. It's, it's like, basic, but at the same time, it has, like, Things that you might like. The, mm-hmm. the Rose Garden is what he told me. The Rose Garden is very cute. Yeah. yeah. He's so romantic. He said the like, there was a Rose Garden. And I was like, you know what? I like roses. That's my favorite <laughs> flowers. So, like, yeah. That's cute. Oh, 
Okay. And then so he's going to David's. Yes. You told me. Okay, cool. So you guys are close. So to go back to the war then. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we have established. You're in Chico now, America. So, yeah, so you're saying you guys are just watching the news, finding out that it was happening. Your mom was devastated. Your parents are both Russian, but from Belarus. Yeah. Okay. And so when you found out, what Putin has been saying is that Ukraine has a Nazi problem and that he wanted to invade to denazify the country. So... You come from a Jewish background, right? Your mother is Jewish? Yes. You were just telling me. Um, What did you think when you heard that? I thought that was like, when I heard that, I thought it was really funny. (laughs) I thought it was so funny because, do you know who skinheads are? Yes. We have so many of them in Russia. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I wonder what that reminds me of, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, being so against a different race looking all the same, wearing uniform to clubs, mm-hmm. even to clubs, and looking at people, finding people in clubs in the middle of the night. Yeah. Just doing random things. Skinheads. Doesn't that kind of remind you of Nazis? It definitely reminds me of Nazis. But then him, who's, you know, he's not, like, officially supporting skinheads, but, you know, mm-hmm. there's definitely some funding going into it mm-hmm. from his side, maybe not directly from him, but, like, from his government side. Yeah. So if he's like so against these against Nazis. Nazis, he should probably look at the ones he's like funding first, mm-hmm. you know, in his own country yeah, in his before own country. he tries to fix someone else's country. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like there's no place. First of all, none, no one I know is like there. There's no Nazis. No. <laughs> Unless it's like that one secret person who's like yeah. sitting in a basement on mm-hmm. a Nazi. They're not. They're definitely not taking over Ukraine. Absolutely not. No, yeah. Ukraine is such a close friend to Russia. It used to be. Mm-hmm. They were so close together. They were like brother and sister. Yeah. And what did your mom and your grandpa think about that specific piece of news? My grandpa was actually thinking of flying and fighting for Ukraine wow. because he used to be... Um, in the Air Force, mm-hmm. and he did a lot for Ukraine, he did a lot for Belarus, he flew planes, he was a mechanic for them for a long time, so he knows all about it. He was like, I would fly, and I would help, and I would do this, mm-hmm. but we, like, begged him not to, because, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. he's in his, like, 80s now, oh. we're like, please. Yeah, but he was just so impassioned that even so being passionate. in his 80s. Yes, he was so passionate. My mom is the same. She was also very passionate. They all were considering going, and but then because of like small children like my younger sister and brother oh how old are they um my brother is now turning 14 mm-hmm. and my sister's turning 11 this morning. yeah so they so need their mom they need their mom they need their dad so mm-hmm. uh my parents were like we're gonna stay safe because yeah. in america it's the safest right now yeah oh my god but they were definitely very very devastated about the whole thing i can only imagine and then your grandpa he's living in israel right now Yes, my grandparents live in Israel in Netanya. Mm-hmm. city. And have they said anything about like refugees coming in? There's um a lot of Russians who are trying to go places right now. Yeah. But everything is closing. Yeah. For yeah, the the whole um because now they're drafting everyone. Yeah. yeah. They're drafting. It's 
they're drafting people to up to 35 years, mm-hmm. I think, right men now. Yeah, men only, I think. Yes, men, and especially those who have um, already, like, experience. Already military experience. Military, yeah. And um, military in Russia is required, right? Yeah. So Unless you're going to uh, a college, a, okay. a university, or if you have, like, a few children. I a few children? Yeah. Okay. Not one. I think it's at least two. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, being now in America, everybody obviously knows about the war, knows about Russia, Ukraine. When people in America find out you're Russian, because I'm sure as a student, you're meeting people all the time, they find out that you're Russian, does anybody have immediate questions or any, like, is there any type of stigma you deal with? Definitely. Um back in high school actually when everything just started oh because it started when you were in high school i was still in high school and there was a teacher who actually made fun of me really in front of the whole class and he made some snarky comments about me being russian and he said things like we were in class and he was making war jokes and then he was like sasha will your dad be going into war to protect what side are you pro russia in front of the whole class what did you say to that? I looked at him and I was like, because he was young, mm-hmm. he was like in his 30s, like, he's not supposed to be, it's like, come on now, you're like a different generation, you you should understand. Yeah. So I looked at him and I was like, that's not funny, I literally told him in front of the class, it's not funny, your, your, your jokes, because he was trying to make a joke, he mm-hmm. thought he was funny, because a lot of people don't like him in the class, so he tries to like... Mm-hmm. get people to like him by jokes so I told him it wasn't funny I literally just went to my counselor told her mm-hmm. the whole situation she yelled at him Good. and after that he did make a few more snarky comments but I literally like showed him as much sass as I could I rolled my eyes at him in front of him and told him you're not funny God. and then yeah how do how did other students respond to that situation there are people who will be like you're Russian and like be like ill a little bit really yeah like they won't say it because they try not to be mean but Mm -hmm. you can tell with like they'll be like oh i thought you were ukrainian with your accent Mm. and i was like no almost like a compliment yeah to be like yeah and i was like no but then you know with this feeling of like i'm russian i have to tell everyone i'm pro-ukraine like yeah the first it's like a disclaimer yeah because if i don't i don't know what people will think about me Mm -hmm. and i don't want them to think i'm Mm pro-putin i always kept saying i'm not pro-putin even when before the war people would be like oh you must love putin Mm -hmm. i was like i grew up hating him yeah i grew up being a like in a family where everyone would talk like a lot about him but always in a negative way Mm -hmm. so it's always been, I'm Russian, but I don't like Putin. I'm Russian. Now it's, I'm Russian and I'm pro-Ukraine. Yeah. I went to uh, the protests in New, uh, not New York, in D.C. area for um, Ukraine, standing with Ukraine. I had a sign and we held like the flag and we all yelled, standing with Ukraine. We sang songs. It was really heart-melting, honestly. Mm-hmm. I imagine. And then in Chico... How has it been from college students? College students seem to be more understanding than mm-hmm. high schoolers. That's good. So I haven't gotten any snarky comments except one 
mm-hmm. one time this one guy did say you're Russian that's not attractive and that's not a, attractive yeah he was, and I was like it's like I mean I'm not trying to attract you but okay <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay thanks that's nice but he was like he was like yeah you're Russian uh, that's that's not my like I don't like that so I'm not interested in you. And I was like, I was just trying to be friends. What was the context? Where, where did you we meet this man? We were just walking. I'm going to keep him on the private. I'm not gonna say okay, it. okay. But <laughs> I'm going to call him out. No, I, I would, but I can't. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, he w- we were walking together somewhere, mm-hmm. and then he was like, yeah, you're Russian. No, no, no. He, was, he was like, he was like, your body's pretty, but you're Russian. That's not attractive. Oh. Excuse you. And I was like, I was like, is it because of what's going on right now? Yeah. He was like, he's like, kinda. He was like, Russian people just kind of fell in my eyes because, and I was like, well, you know, it's not really like the people, the people that we we weren't the ones who were like, oh, let's all go invade Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So it's There's one guy like in charge. One time mm-hmm. that happened, but like, yeah. Other than that, everyone has been really like. Like, oh, wow, you're Russian, that's cool mm-hmm. and supportive. I still do the disclaimer that I'm yeah. from Ukraine. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Do people often, um, like, clock the accent? Because when I first met you, I didn't talk to you very much, but um, I didn't even really notice almost at first. It's definitely certain words that certain bring, words out bring it out. accent, like Putin. Of course. Because I always have to say that in a Russian accent. Vodka. Vodka. <laughs> always in a Russian. Like, there's certain words that will I mean, they're Russian words, yeah. They will be said in a Russian accent. And because I've been learning English since I was six, I went to England for five weeks to learn abroad. Oh, wow. I went to Thailand also to learn English. Really? For some reason, <laughs> my parents sent me all across, like, the world. Interesting. Uh, to Europe and everything mm-hmm. with, like, English teachers. Yeah. Who would fly like the you know the people who would like fly out to different countries and teach their language yeah yeah that's what i would like have those tutors Ah. from england from america they would come and teach mainly england and america yeah so my english was like i was learning english since i was six so it's like something that like i've been talking Mm -hmm. and like kind of my english my accent was really heavy when i moved here for the first time Mm -hmm. and i was like oh ten but then, you know, I've been here for, like, seven years now. Mm-hmm. So those seven years of, like, nonstop English, songs, yeah, music, music. all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Television, I take it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Shows, movies, yeah, people, uh-huh. everything. Is your boyfriend just American? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he has descendants from Germany, but, like, mm-hmm. he's American. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So, with the updates on the war, like... Just where's your family at right now? Just hanging on? Um, keeping up with the news? We actually don't know how we're gonna, like, if our business is gonna survive. Yeah. Because right now no one's gonna be like, ooh, you know, it's wartime, let's go and get new tiles for the floor. Mm-hmm. Because what money will we have? Because no money's coming into Russia right now, there's no tourism, there's nothing like that. There's People are barely spending money, Every, everything is in mortgages everything mm-hmm. is in loans there's no money for that so we don't know what the, what that's going to look like for us with the war there's a lot of consequences there's a lot of people that we know that have to like go away from ukraine like we have close friends that are basically like family to us that had to run away with their baby girl who's like two years old i think maybe three 
And then this other family that had twins who were also like two mm-hmm. years old also had to flood, 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 flee, flee. Mm-hmm. Yes, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's um, mm-hmm. it's definitely really stressful for my family with the businesses because they don't know how they're gonna call pay for my college if things collapse. They don't know mm-hmm. how they're gonna pay for anything, and they're scared for lives of like their friends. Mm-hmm. The texting the calling there's one friend of my mom that hasn't texted her back in like two or three months now wow so she doesn't know what's going on with her at all no news nothing except that there was like bombing in her city so we don't know if she survived or not yeah it's really scary does your family know anyone that's fighting on either side um i know someone who's about to go fighting since the draft yes since the draft he is 24, I think, 25. Mm-hmm. He is my f- close friend's, this girl I went to school with in 8th and ninth grade. It's her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, he um, He's going to war because he was just in the army, literally, like, just there. He, got he just did his he uh, just service. Did, just just finished it, literally, like, last year. So he's going there. She's freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom's friend has people who... Uh, whose dad is um also was like knows how to fly jets so and she has a baby who's newborn so he had to go to Tajikistan I think was it yeah and she had to stay in the room in the in Russia in her apartment with the kid and the toddler or like a newborn I don't know how old he is but he's still breastfeeding I think so she can't really go to work and he's in a different country, so he's like going. Like, there's a lot of people who might get drafted that I know. There's people who already got the invitation to go, mm-hmm. and they're just like, I don't know if I have to go or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, from your perspective, are the Russian people that you know on board with the war? It's actually funny because my dad is in Russia right now. Really? Yeah. He's in Russia right now, and we are really scared because he's not a Russian citizen, so he wouldn't go to war. But if borders close, he yeah. might get stuck there. Mm-hmm. And if Russian people start like bombing St. Petersburg and Moscow, will be the first two cities that will get yeah, bombed. Yeah, the biggest back. cities. The, the the first city. So that we don't know, but. He was walking, the story is he was walking around his, like, he's, um, because he's the owner of the businesses, so he's he's walking around asking his, like, co-workers and every, his, like, employees, like, hey, what is your opinion on all of this? Mm-hmm. And they're so scared to tell the truth, uh. because there are other Russians that will go to the police and tell, hey, he is against the war, and they will put this guy into, like, jail. Yeah, there is this one case that's going on right now. This one guy, on the internet, texted Putin, mm-hmm. not the not him directly, but he said the word Putin in a text, and he didn't capitalize the P, so he's facing two years in prison right now. Oh my God! And how do they even find the text? Because they go through. They have oh, access. Everything, everything's everything, monitored in everything Russia. Everything is monitored. Telegram is the one thing that's not monitored. What is it? Telegram. Uh huh. It's this like. It's like WhatsApp and okay. like Viber. Mm-hmm. It's like those like what like our parents yeah. and grandparents would use to text their relatives that are mm-hmm. far away. Yeah. So you can like use that 
app to text people, but you can also use the app to follow these um, news pages. Like Nexta is one of these news pages that will post unfiltered content from the war. So people filming, people no telling the truth, and there's no way Russia can stop it because it's so like protected by mm -hmm. the person who created it that there's no way nice. Russia can stop it. That's like the only place people can talk without like being scared that they might like get seen by the government. Wow. So the freedom of press, freedom of speech is not... What is that? <laughs> it's not a thing in Russia. If I was talking about this in Russia, mm -hmm. I would definitely, my whole family would be sent to jail for at least 10 years. If I said anything about, like, on press mm -hmm. Russia, about, hey, I don't like Putin, I'm against him, I'm pro-Ukraine, done. Whole family done. Wow. Man. So, how do you feel about America's response to the war and their position trying to help? Um, honestly, I think it's great that yeah. they're helping and they're doing as much as they can. I get mm -hmm. that, like... I want, I hope that as many countries as, they, like, that countries that can help Ukraine, mm -hmm. that's all I want is, because Ukraine is winning right now. Yeah. They no, yeah, that's why Russia is freaking out doing the draft, because they're Ukraine's winning. on the up. They're winning. Mm -hmm. And, like, you wouldn't, I wouldn't think that that was going to happen. No, it's such a tiny country it's such a in tiny comparison. Country <laughs> compared to this huge... The biggest country Russia. in the world. It's yeah. The <laughs> biggest country in the world with the stupidest president. <laughs> stupidest president. But it's okay, because it's, you know, Ukraine is winning, and hopefully it wins fully. It shows Russia that Russia should just stop. And not Russia. Ru There's two different Russias. Mm -hmm. There's the politician Russia, the Russia that everyone hates, and there's Russia that, like, we know as people. Russia that is the actual people. Mm -hmm. You know, the Russia that, like, you know, right now is being pushed to go and, like, fight for what they don't believe in. Russia that's being pushed to go and like serve for some they don't need to do that Russia that's like sitting in prison for saying what they feel and what they think Russia that has to pay a lot of money just to buy what they said t to people who are about to go to combat mm -hmm. buy pads women pads to put in your shoes so your shoes don't like hurt your feet and buy tampons, so if you get shot, you can put it in your, in the hole of like where your bullet went through, and it stops the bleeding a little bit. Who is saying this? The government. The government. The government is, is saying this. Uh, the people who are recruiting, mm -hmm. uh, they're saying this is what you need to buy. You buy twenty, thirty thousand rubles worth of like stuff that you need, but we'll pay you fifteen to twenty thousand rubles a month. So where is the money coming from? Where are they supposed to... How are they supposed to pay for all this? Like, yeah. it's all... Everything is just going downhill in Russia. Like, if mm -hmm. this is how it continues, I don't see a Russia to, to be. Mm -hmm. And if there is going to be a Russia, it's just going to be this, like, walled-off community, like, little forest community. Mm -hmm. Separate from the world. Separate from the world. Back to SSSR. USSR, that's how you say it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, back to USSR back to using only what Russia produces, none mm -hmm. of, like, anything outside of the country. And some people want that, unfortunately. Some people in Russia? Yeah. But I, would you say the majority? Not majority. But I definitely know people who are pro, 
Russia and it hurts me because they used to be friends with me mm-hmm. and because they see my new like how I reacted they just don't want to be friends with me anymore yeah so do you have faith in Ukraine absolutely I am fully with Ukraine and I think because most of the world is too yes I think Ukraine will win or at least there will be like some type of we're stopping this because people are dying on both sides yeah just a neutral maybe there will be an assassin <laughs> that's what my mom says that's what my mom for, says for Putin? yes that's what my mom been talking about it today she's like I hope there's an assassin planning this like she wrote she like said this whole like speech about it she was mm-hmm. like I hope he dies I hope his children die I hope his grandchildren die and I was like that's deep hatred right there yeah like if you wish something like and I'm sure my mom's not the only person who, th- who thinks that no like, he is probably one of the most hated people in the world right now. I think so. At least by his own people. Yeah. It's definitely a lot. Is there anything I didn't ask you about that you think I should know? This is what Mandy told us. <laughs> this is what Mandy told us about. <laughs> you took a journalism class. <laughs> you know what I am. Um. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh... No, I honestly think I covered everything I wanted to say. Yeah. Hopefully, Russia gets back to what it... No, not gets back to what it could be, but, like, be better than it is now. hmm And be, like, Europe. Yeah. Be, like, America. Yeah, possibly EU. Or what is it called? Um, United Nations. United Nations. That'd be amazing. Join that. Yeah. Show them that they can do better. Because Russia has the, all the potential. It's the mm-hmm. biggest country in the world. It has so much potential, so much history, mm-hmm. so much wealth that can be made. But they just throw it all down the drain. Drain. All down the drain. Just for some more land that's really like this tiny. For what? Just to be petty. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Sasha. Next, I spoke with Stephen, who goes by Stu. Stu is double majoring in psychology and business marketing at Chico State. My mom is originally from Milnitsky, uh, Ukraine. My dad's from uh, Tashkent, Uzbekistan. And they moved uh, right after the collapse of the USSR to Israel. And I'm from Israel, Zdod. Uh, I moved from Israel when I was eight the Bay Area, SF specifically, and then I moved to Concord afterwards. Nice. No worries. Um, so, sorry, how, what age were you when you came to America? I was eight. You were eight? Eight, nine. Mm-hmm. Do you miss things about Israel? I do. Israel just has its own culture. Uh-huh. Um, it's just the way people talk, the way people just... How do people talk in Israel? Everybody just talks shit, and it's just like, it's fun shit. It's yeah. Like, just like enjoying each other like having fun talking Mm -hmm. um are people more like reserved in america yeah like in israel we'll just be talking like me and my friend will be talking and people would just come in and start talking with us like oh right join into the conversation which is super sick Mm -hmm. it's more collectivist Mm -hmm. everybody's like super extroverted super extra what extroverted extroverted yeah Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. do you miss the food in israel the food is amazing. Just the Middle Eastern culture is just—I miss it so much. Like, yeah. Uh, I wish I could cook uh, like shawarma falafel mm-hmm. every day, but just I don't have the the cooking material for yeah. it. Yeah. It's too expensive. 
That's a lot of time, I bet. Mm-hmm. Your parents are Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. When did they move to Israel? They moved to Israel in 1992, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, like, right in the middle after the collapse of the USSR. Yeah. They had to move to Israel because they were driven away due to, due to anti-Semitism that, mm-hmm. that was going on there. And, um... When you first heard about the Ukraine-Russia war, when Russia first invaded, um, what was your first reaction? I wasn't really surprised. This was back in, like, 2014, I believe. There's already rising tensions. There's always tensions between Mm -hmm. Russia and Ukraine ever since the collapse. Even before that, obviously, the Ukrainian genocide. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't surprising. Plus, there's always been, like... Like, you know how there's Republican Democrats here? Yeah. There's, like, on the west side. On the west side, it's mostly pro-Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And on the east side, it's mostly pro-Russia. Yeah. So, like, I was I was not surprised whatsoever, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, both sides of the conflict are, or the governments are very corrupt, so. On both sides, you think? Mm-hmm. Do you remember where you were, like, when you found out? Um, I think I was at home and my mom was talking to her friend in uh, Milnitsky, which is a city in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found out first, obviously, and there were just there's talk of it for like months. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, like, yeah, there's so much, so many conflicts going on, and it's just like this one has so much history behind it. Yeah, it's just like not again. What did your did your mom like say anything to you about it like she was very worried because we have a lot of family there from my mom's side we also have friends there and like the situation if you look at it now they're in so much shit they had to evacuate mm-hmm. they're homeless they've lost friends family so it's just like she was worried from the start because yeah. we're from israel and there's so much conflict already mm-hmm. she knows what's it, what it's like yeah and then your dad's reaction my dad very much dislikes uh, Vladimir Putin mm-hmm. because of the history in Uzbekistan uh, in the USSR times. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but there's a war between Uzbekistan, USSR, and then against Afghanistan when America then joined yeah. in. So he was very upset because that, that uh, party was ruling for a while. Yeah. He's had to go through a draft really yeah. in israel uh both in israel and in the ussr wow so in the ussr was he fighting for russia he was fighting for pretty much the ussr yeah because that was yeah mm-hmm. before the collapse yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in ukraine separated so as as an israeli um do you have any thoughts on how Israel has reacted to the war? That's a great question because Israel tries to remain neutral in these situations, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they are America is our number one ally. Yeah. So we're of course we're always gonna support uh, Ukraine in this situation, mm-hmm. regardless of what happens, which yeah. is not a good way to look at it. But most people do not like Vladimir Putin in Israel. Yeah. Because he he helps uh, 
our enemies like mm -hmm. he helps Hezbollah which is a terrorist organization in Lebanon he contributed to so much so many deaths and uh, chaos in Syria mm -hmm. and just that involved Israel as well and plus just prior history back in the 1980s and 1990s yeah I I saw that there's like been some complications with refugees from Ukraine coming mm -hmm. to Israel that yeah. they are like if you're Jewish they just let you in yeah. and then they're sending some people back that's some that's the one thing I've not the one thing but one yeah. of the many things that I don't like about Israel is that Mm -hmm. We allow Jewish refugees in, but we don't let anybody else, yeah. which is not a good thing, because there's so many countries in the past. Yes, of course, we've been uh, terrorized and everything, but there's so many countries in the past, like in World War II, where they took Jewish refugees yeah. in. Yeah, like I heard there's a lot of parallels now where like Jews are fleeing from like Ukraine to Germany, mm -hmm. and it's just like there's, so ironic. Yeah, it's, just and, like, like, it's unfortunate that that's going on, but yeah. Israel's government is not great either. Mhm. Mm yeah, they were. I saw they were like slow to even come out against Russia because they do have like some type of agreement with Russia mm -hmm. right now with invading certain countries. Mhm. Mm There's. Uh, this was when uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was in power, especially. Uh, he's no longer, but he tried to retain uh, more agreements with Russia mm -hmm. in terms of like military, especially. So. Yeah. Do. Um, when people find out, or just when you tell students, like, that you're from Israel, that you're Israeli, do they ever come to you with questions from your perspective on the war, or make assumptions about how you might view things? Like the Ukraine-Russia conflict? Ukraine-Russia specifically, and then if not, then, like, anything um, else. It's, it's a really hard topic to, like, come out and talk about, because they're, both of these countries are, like, the opposite side of their conflicts if that makes sense like yeah. Israel is currently in the better position as compared to Palestine whereas Ukraine is the worst position yeah. as compared to Russia mm. so it's like it gave me a perspective on what like I used to think about the Israel-Palestine conflict yeah it's like, I don't think invasion and uh, terrorizing and human rights violations is I don't even know how to like put it, but I think it, it's very hard to like uh, come by because I don't know like like I say, Ukraine is in a very bad situation as compared mm -hmm. to Israel, a very different side, and yeah, it put a different perspective, I guess. Yeah, what I'm trying to say to see to parallel almost like the Ukrainians with the Palestinians mm -hmm. to give you almost their perspective mm -hmm. when it's you felt like connected to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to be way more pro-Israel, and then after this conflict, I'm like, wow, maybe Israel hasn't done so many great things. Yeah. And it's just, like, there's a good amount of parallels. Of course, they're not the same. Like, Israel is a democratic nation. Uh, Russia pretends to be a democratic nation, mm -hmm. but they're authoritarian. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, people do come up to me about this, though. Really? Mm -hmm. Do they say anything in particular? Like... Um, they just ask me what you asked. Like, how do you feel about... <coughs> being Ukrainian but also being Israeli and having mm -hmm. these two countries yeah. in the same like type of conflict but in different types yeah. different sides interesting mm -hmm. yeah has anybody ever like said anything that made you uncomfortable or just made an assumption about you 
Wait, one thing that's crazy is uh, my mom actually went to Russia once, mm-hmm. and she's Ukrainian, and their propaganda is so bad. Like, our propaganda isn't great either, but their propaganda is so bad. Like, if you mention that you're yeah. Israeli, American, Ukrainian, mm-hmm. you could get, like, killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was her close friend. Like, mm-hmm. she just attacked her and started, like, harassing her, and I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Just different perspectives. Jesus. Propaganda is different. Um, as an American Israeli, do students ever, or not students, just people, ever kind of expect you to speak for, like, all of Israel? Like, whenever there's, like, conflict? Like, or do they ever just, like, expect you to have, like, a hardline position on things? Yeah, they always assume mm-hmm. I'm going to be on one particular side. Yeah, the because Israel. I'm Israeli. Yeah. I'm American. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Ukrainian. So, like, they yeah. would always assume that. But, and... Honestly, I don't blame them at first because mm-hmm. I am in a, I'm very Jewish culturally, ethnically. Um, I'm in Alpha Epsilon Pi. I the, the Jewish Israeli fraternity. Flag. Yeah, the Jewish fraternity. I rep the Israeli flag. But politically, I don't always agree with Israel. Like, yeah. I don't always agree with Ukraine. Like, Ukraine is one of the most corrupt nations. Really? Mm-hmm. The government is terrible. Are you a fan of the president? Zelensky. Uh, what I love that he did is, uh, the U.S. gave him a way out, uh, mm-hmm. once the conflict started, and he's like, fuck no, I'm staying here with yeah. the people, and mm-hmm. we're gonna fight this together. But then again, uh, some people may disagree, I thought there was, or there's, like, reports of back then when, uh, the old Ukrainian government got collapsed, there was a coup set up by the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, like... I don't know how to feel about it because it's not democratic. Yeah. And when he first got elected, even now, like, he first got elected, there was mixed uh, opinions about it. The polls said uh, unfavorable stuff. But once the war started and he decided to stay, uh, he got better uh, favorable polls. Mm-hmm. But then again, it dropped again because half of Ukraine is pro-Russia, half of Ukraine is pro-Ukraine. Really? Mm-hmm. You would say half of Ukraine is pro-Russia? Like, not half, but like uh, there's the West, still a, there's the a West. lot more than we think. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Russian separatists in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Going back to like your Jewish background, the reason Putin said he invaded Ukraine was to denazify mm-hmm. the country. You piss you off, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because he's like he resembles Nazis so much. Mm-hmm. Plus, like the fact that there was a Ukrainian genocide too not long ago by the USSR government it just when he said that I was like wow Mm -hmm. wow you're so delusional yeah I talked to Sasha about it and she was even saying that it's so crazy because being in Russia there are so many like skinheads is what she said Mm -hmm. there's tons of like there's so much of a problem already in Russia with it it's just it's not the problem the people it's the problem how like the government tries to educate people you know what I mean Mm -hmm. they just they don't care they discriminate against LGBT against uh person of color anybody and there's just like so much discrimination going on there's the the whole uh political scene is corrupt when your mom what was your parents reaction to his reasoning for invading ukraine i mean my parents were mad because my mom's uh grandma and or my mom's 
family, yeah, grandma, grandpa, and mom and dad, they got sent to the ghettos. So that, like, really, really pissed them off. My dad, uh, that pissed him off even more because my dad's grandpa, he was actually in Israel uh, before my dad was born. And him and his son had to be sent back to uh, the USSR to fight. And grandpa died. Mm-hmm. So, like, that pissed him off yeah. very much. And it was just a terrible statement. Mm-hmm. And it's such a blatant lie. It's it's just, if anything, he is the Nazi. Yeah. Uh, he just, yeah, fuck Vladimir Putin. Did um, your mom's family went to the ghettos? Did they survive the Holocaust? Yes, fortunately they did. They made it to Israel. Wow, they made mm-hmm. it to Israel. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, do you have any, coming from your perspective, where do you think the war is going? If you had to the guess. The Ukraine-Russian war? Oh, my God. There's so many scenarios right now, especially, like, the reports that are coming out. Mm-hmm. There's the draft. There's talk of nuclear war. There's just, like, every day, if you look at the reports of, like, if you look up Ukrainian map uh, war mm-hmm. conflict, every day the map shifts towards Ukraine side, towards Russia side. And it's just like, at this point, in the long perspective, uh, I don't think Russia is giving up because this has been going for a while. Yeah. Uh, we've agreed, Russia Russia and the, the West agreed before that we were not going to, uh, we were not going to let Ukraine and the neighboring nations of Russia become uh, NATO allies. Mm-hmm. And every year, every decade, we would always go further east. Mm-hmm. Which is like, yeah, I don't agree with what Russia did as term for this conflict and the human rights violations, but at the same time, I understand why they're concerned. Mm-hmm. Because if Ukraine becomes a NATO ally, yeah, they they're like fifty miles away from Moscow, and if you're a NATO ally, you get you're anti-Russian. You get nuclear weapons too. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you if you attack, like example, if Ukraine was a NATO ally before the invasion and they attacked Ukraine. Mm-hmm. All of NATO would have would have had to attack uh, Russia. Yeah, because they just didn't get it yet. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Russia is giving up at this point. I think America and NATO needs to back off. Back off. Just create an agreement mm-hmm. rather than this like all-out conflict. But do you think that's just going to result in Russia winning? <sighs> See, it's hard because. I don't care about winning or losing. I just don't want any more people to die. Yeah, I mean... And I'd rather have an agreement rather than what we have going on right now. Yeah. Just, like, nobody wants to do the draft. Nobody wants to... No, yeah, everyone's fleeing Russia, trying to get away. There's just too much conflict, too many people dying, human rights violations everywhere. It's just... It's better to just create an agreement and build from there. Yeah. Do your parents have... Any strong thoughts on where the war is going? My parents are so stressed about this. Because yeah. Just because family, friends, uh, mm-hmm. obviously Ukraine is a homeland, but my mom is, unfortunately, she reads too much Facebook. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she is way too paranoid about nuclear war, which mm-hmm. I don't think is going to happen, but at the same time, I get, I get where she's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Putin is just a crazy leader, and he does have the largest nuclear arsenal. And like I said, Ukraine, 
homeland, family, mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. So they're unfortunately not thinking positively about this. Yes. Is there anything I didn't ask you about that you think I should know? About the Ukraine-Russia conflict? Or just your perspective in general, um, coming from your background? I just think it's like a repetition of what happened with America and Cuba, mm-hmm. except for Russia's side. And, of course, I don't agree with Russia, but we're just as much to blame. The West, just as much as Russia has done. Like, uh, you can't have a conflict with just one country yeah. fighting. It's, it takes two. It's bigger two. than that. Yeah. So, I just say go read more. Uh-huh. Uh, just yeah. do your research. Don't believe everything that's on mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Do you think uh, America has done enough? So far? To help Ukraine? Yeah. Even though you kind of feel like they have a role. I feel like they've they've influenced it. Yeah. Because if you look at reports from like 20, 30, even 10, 5 years ago, it's just like uh, America's thinking, let's just build influence over peace. Mm -hmm. Just like they've done in the Middle East. Now that they're, they're doing the same thing in Africa with China. And it's just like, I don't think America, it's just like, yeah, on the when Biden talks and says, "Yeah, we've given him money." Yeah, for we're it. giving him billions of dollars every. It's yeah. all bullshit. It's mm-hmm. all bullshit because at the end of the day, they've driven this. They've. I've heard th- there was reports that there was agreement already between Ukraine and Russia, and mm-hmm. the U.S. administration just completely destroyed all. Was trying to get him in NATO. No, they they just pushed for more. Yeah, they completely like denegotiated, which was. So stupid. Just because, yeah, they want to join NATO, which is obviously a bad look. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, if you look at the West, like Germany, for example, they rely on Russian oil. Yeah, tons so, of people, yeah. Yeah, tons So the whole of world you, is, like, affected, of course. Because Russia is, has the biggest uh, mm-hmm. oil uh, reserve. So they're not really helping there. No, they're so you don't see America as, like, this innocent, like, oh, we're just trying no, to No, it's just yeah. to look good, but, and, like, behind the scenes, they're getting all this oil. They're, mm-hmm. They would never do anything to support Ukraine like that. It's just because their economies rely on Russia a lot. Yeah. Dang, so how do you see Biden and all this? <sighs> I don't... I don't like Biden. Mm-hmm. I don't like Trump. I mm-hmm. only... Like, I wish Sanders became president yeah. because I think he would just smell through the bullshit and just. Mm-hmm. I think he would agree to the agreement and pull the fuck out of there and build from there because his mind is just on equality, yeah. peace. That's what it seems like. Biden has just a history of terrible politics. Like, back when he was the vice president, he was in charge of. Uh, Ukraine uh, foreign policy. Really? Yeah, and it's kind of weird that his son is now getting paid millions too mm-hmm. from Ukraine oh, and from really? companies. Yeah, if you didn't know that company, yeah, that, I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, there's before the mm-hmm. new government, like Zelensky, before the coup, that company that paid uh, Biden's family millions of dollars were uh, associated with that old government. So now that they got uh, the coup went through successfully and they were they got their guy in mhm interesting yeah just a lot of a lot of corruption going on dang mhm
Well, thank you so much. Here is what is currently going on with the war in Ukraine. This month, a vital bridge that connected Crimea and Russia was destroyed in an explosion. Ukraine did not take credit for its destruction. However, top Ukrainian officials celebrated its collapse, and Ukraine's postal service even announced a new stamp that says, Crimean Bridge, done, with a picture of the bridge on fire. In response, Putin ordered a mass of missile strikes in Kyiv. This is the first time in months that missiles have targeted civilians. The death toll continues to rise. Still, NATO's Secretary General says the alliance will back Ukraine as long as it takes.